0: four. If you will, if you don't mind standing up again, I'm going to read chapter four. <coughs> uh. Jonah chapter four. It says, uh, and I just to give you a little backdrop here before I get into it. Uh, I know you, probably most of you know it, but uh, Jonah has preached to Nineveh and they have repented. This, uh, this awful, ungodly place and uh, they have, they have repented, and God has, he, God has repented of what he said he would do, and he's not going to, uh, to destroy them. And, and Jonah, uh, is, he doesn't like that. And God has shown mercy to these folks, and Jonah doesn't like it. So uh, that's where we are, and it says in chapter 4, it says, But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was very angry. And he prayed unto the Lord and said, I pray thee, O God, Was not this my saying when I was yet in my country? Therefore I fled before before unto Tarshish. For I knew that thou art a gracious God, and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and repentance thee of the the evil. Therefore now, O Lord, take, I beseech thee, my life from me, for it's better for me to die than to live. Then said the Lord, "Dost Dost thou well to be angry? So Jonah went out of the city and sat on the east side of the city and there made him a booth and sat under it in the shadow till he might see what would become of the city. And the Lord God prepared a gourd and made it to come up over Jonah that it might be a shadow over his head to deliver him from his grief. So Jonah was exceedingly glad of the gourd. But God prepared a worm and the morning rose the next day and it smote the gourd that it withered and it came to pass when the sun did arise that God prepared a vehement east wind and the sun beat on uh, on the head of Jonah that he fainted and wished in himself to die and said it is better for me to die than to live and God said to Jonah doest thou well to be angry for the gourd and he said I do well to be angry even unto death. Then said the Lord, Thou hast had pity on the gourd, for the which thou hast not labored, neither madest it grow, which came up in a night, and perished in a night. And should I not spare Nineveh, the great city wherein are more than six score thousand, 120,000 persons, that cannot discern between their right hand and their left hand, and also much cattle. Father God, we just pray right now. I look to you and ask that you take control. Move me out of the way. I just, I I, I long for your spirit to just to dwell and overflow in me. Take control of my mouth and my mind. Lord, and uh, most of all, may you be honored here tonight. And may our hearts be stirred about the great God that you are. How awesome you are. And just create in us create in us this deep desire to worship you because you are worthy. You are awesome and you deserve our worship. And we ask it in the precious name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Does the, uh, does the, does the roar seem to happen when I get up here? A little rumble or no? I just know it comes and goes. Y'all, y'all hear what I hear? What? I hear a, every now and then. Okay, that's fine. Long, are y'all okay? I ain't hurting your ears or nothing. Not yet, anyway. Huh? Ain't got started. <laughs> all right. So, as we go back and work our way through this and finish up in Jonah, and we realize and know what all Jonah's been through, it's kind of interesting, and it's, I think it's good. Let's just look at some of the things that we can find here in this chapter, but uh, I just uh, I just titled the thing anger issues. You ever 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 heard of anybody having anger issues? Has anybody around here had any? Okay, we got a few that's had <laughs> anger issues. So, uh, but uh, it's uh, sometimes it's kind of easy to get angry, right? Some people do. Some people do have a hard time with it, you know, and. Uh, I don't know, it seems to be getting more prevalent sometimes. I mean, you hear about road raids. All oh, that's a fella got angry and pulls a gun out and goes shooting or whatever, you know. So it's just, uh, that's, that, that's anger issues. But uh, <clears throat> the word anger, the word anger is used here in this chapter several times. And um, so I just, I, just, I just titled it Anger Issues. So we begin in verse one, and <clears throat> it says... But it dis- displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was very angry. <clears throat> I did look in a, 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 a little definition or something, or whatever psychologists think uh, anger is, but it's, it, it was interesting, but it just, just, and that's just broad, but it says anger is the primary protective emotion, the primary protective emotion designed to protect us from harm or from loss of something of value. Now, that, that doesn't sound like much or whatever, but yes, it's when you start thinking about, about that and in anger, a lot of times that's what's, that's what's going on <clears throat> is uh, something that could, be, that could harm us or has harmed us in some way. How many ever got angry because somebody said something about you that wasn't true? Get angry, you know, but that har- that that kind of harms you, right? You know, I mean, and you don't like that type of thing, and and I mean, it's and as I said, this is broad, and it's a lot. There's a lot of different scenarios and things that you can use, and also the loss of a <clears throat> something of value, and um, how many? Uh, I think you would agree that a, a lot of us. We we care about how how people view us or how we how are, we are perceived or our reputation type of thing. Uh, in, in other words, we 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 want to look good in the eyes of the people. We want to be thought of as as well. We're thought of as well. And uh, sometimes when things happen that may, I mean, it's like. One of the most hurtful things in the world to a person is to be made fun of or ridiculed or belittled in front of somebody and make everybody look down on them or think that they're nothing or small or stupid or ugly or. Well, Gus goes right on, you know, I fit all of them pretty much. But uh, anyhow, I mean, that, it's the person that would, I mean, if you want uh, on a playground with children, that kind of stuff can start a fight right quick. And I'm talking about a, a kid can be fighting, angry, mad. But something's happened to him and he's lost something that he wanted badly and that was to look good in the eyes of the people. And that goes right on with, folks, we just wrestle with that. Or I do. I, I, I'll just go ahead and tell you. I do. I wrestle with that because it's, it's a fear to think about that you don't look good in people's eyes or certain people don't like it for whatever and that sort of thing. That I mean, it's there. <clears throat> and, and, and it and you can find yourself being angry because you may have heard that somebody said something about you negative that wasn't good. And, it, you know, how many of y'all, you know, you just take that with, a, with the greatest of ease. That doesn't bother you at all that somebody said, you know, you, you know, you just get, most of the time we don't take it with the greatest of ease. So this anger thing is something that's within us. And, and there's a lot of stuff can 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 cause anger. I'll tell you. Ah. Uh, how about how about being angry with with God? Ever, ever ever been angry with God? I think we're reading about a fella that was angry with God. I believe. And you may say, you may say "I've know. I haven't been angry with God." But that, I don't know. Because here's the feeling. I don't know if it's anger or not. But I, I will tell you. When I see the pictures on TV right now of those Christian people on that mountain in Iraq and I know that they're, they're suffering because of the God that they worship and that they're making the stand that we as the, the forces in Iraq put the end on their homes which that end stands for Nazarene that they follow the Nazarene. That's what that's for. They've made the stand. And them little old young'uns is bleeding and they thirst thirsting to death. That's serious, folks. And you can... Uh, me, I find, I'm, I find myself saying, Lord, why? What, do something. Y'all are so quiet. Do something. I don't know if it's right to think that or not. Or wrong. I don't know, here's a, I'm just saying that that's, that's an emotion within us. And uh, <clears throat> sometimes I wonder how those people can be there and maybe not be angry with God in the situation that they're in. Anger is a, it's a tricky, tricky thing. But it's emotion motion that's uh, it's good when handled the, the right way. But I just wanted to throw that out. It, it, just to mention that about about anger and the, that particular thought on it. But it says that Jonah here, and I, it says it displeased Jonah exceedingly. In other words, I mean, he just he, he exceedingly displeased. He's greatly aggravated with this and how this has turned out. He he doesn't like it. Well, I would have to say he's, he's angry with God because God's the one that turned it out the way that it's turned out. God's the one that moved. So he's exceedingly displeased and was very angry. And then he praised God. I mean, he just... Because he's went and he's preached and they repented and God has repented that he would not do bring the, 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 the evil on them, the judgment to, to overthrow them that he, he promised... Here's the deal, though. Jonah knew that before, the day before he, the first day he ever heard the Lord call him. He said, cause we'll find out in this next chapter, in the next verse, it says, And he prayed unto the Lord and said, I prayed thee, O Lord, was not this my saying when I was yet in my country? That's the reason I went to Tarshish. That's the reason I fled to Tarshish. For I knew, I knew, I know that you're a gracious God, merciful and slow to anger and great, of great kindness and repentance thee of the evil. I know that. I know, I know that's what you are. But hey, y'all, are you glad of that? Are y'all glad that he is a gracious and loving God and, 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 and will forgive us? And that's what, that's what we're, I, I need it. I've, I've needed it. I still need it. He's a gracious God, and I need to live under knowing what he's done for me and not live like I'm somebody and that God has been greatly blessed because I decided to join forces with him. Right? No, I needed God. I needed his mercy. Still need it. I'm I'm, I'm full of of ungodliness apart from him. I can dislike people very much apart from him. Jonah didn't like these people. He did not like these people. And he didn't. But he knew God was this gracious God. Exodus Exodus, Jonah knew this. Exodus 34, 6 says, And the Lord passed by before him, and this was uh, Moses, and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and in truth. My goodness, he's a good God. But I just want him to be good to the people I want him to be good to. Or is it open to everybody? Do I have a heart that says, God bless them all? That's tough. Man, I, sometimes I'm, I think, I am, how, how does God do it? How does he do it? How does he handle? How, I, he never makes a mistake. He handles every situation right. That awful situation in Iraq with those, those ISIS soldiers He's got over them. And His mercy, His mercy can cover them. Those people. I don't understand it, but I need to have a heart of God. And as much as I care about those Christians, folks, they may be in a lot better shape, they are, than those, but those guys toting the guns in this, after them. Okay? They, those men, those men need our prayer. God's going to take care of his people. There's more to life than this life. And I don't understand a lot of the suffering and heartache and things that happen. But God is God. He's God. And if we're not, sometimes we don't think like God. You know, (laughs) we don't. Oh boy, I'm glad of that. I'm glad of that. Wow. God doesn't think like me. So... And as I look at this, whenever he said that, he said, "I knew all of that and and looking at that statement that I just made about the anger of, of being something that that is protected from harm or from loss is that that here in that Jonah could kind of look at that he looked at it as Assyria, which Nineveh was the capital of Assyria, and I will tell you that 150 years from from this, what we're reading here, 150 years later, this same bunch of Assyrians would roll into Israel and take the whole northern tribe away, take them off, all of them. So they would come in. They were bad people. They were known to be bad people. Jonah knew they were bad people. They had done a, 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 atrocious things. And and, and and they were known for that brutality. They were despised. And Jonah was probably not alone in feeling Safer in some kind of satisfaction if these people if God would just get rid of them in an them, you know he could have felt that it would be it would be better and I don't you know i it's hard for us to say I don't know, but i know, I know one thing he's been out of shape, he's exceedingly angry. He does, he, he, he's mad, he's mad as he about it. Now folks, now, I, now I'm seeing all of this stuff but what I want y'all to just, just remember now, just remember what God has done for this man just recently. Can we really be like that? That's what Jonah was. Can we really forget what God has done for me personally and then care absolutely nothing about someone else and would wish God would not bless them? Mm. I don't know, it's just something I've had to wrestle with as I read it and think about it. But uh, also the fact that uh, about laws and and I, and I and this I don't know. This is this kind of long shot but really I don't know I don't know if this I, I, I doubt it that, that this had a lot to do with it, but it's possible that it could. That he was made to look like a false prophet because he goes in and says in forty days you're gonna be overthrown. That's what that was his message. That message didn't come true. Now these people they turned and repented, though they had forty days. They had forty days. They believed this message. They believed what God God told them. Said you go preach the, the preaching that I tell you to preach. He preached it. They believed it. They repented. And God is a merciful God. God just God loves to see people repent. Amen. Even me, and I need to do that, oft times. So he was made to look maybe like a prophet. He maybe it, it, that that hurt his self esteem or whatever, uh, how people viewed him, his reputation, that sort of thing. You could you, people can get get angry about that. So, whatever it was, Jonah was angry. He was exceedingly, greatly angered that God had decided that He would not bring judgment on those people. I mean, that's basically that's it. That's what that's what it was. So, <clears throat> verse 3 says, Therefore now, O Lord, take, I beseech thee, my life from me. It's better for me to die than to live. You know, some, you, sometimes you, you get so angry, you just, you just, you, 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 you will fight anything. You'd you fight something, know it's going to, know it, it will kill you. It doesn't matter. Your anger, you just, it's overtaking you. It just kind of shows that how much this affected Jonah, how he hated it, how angry he was about it. That I, you know, I'd rather die. I don't. I don't know why he would feel that way that strongly about it, but that's that's what he said. So let's move into verses four and five and look at it real quick. <clears throat> it says, "So, you know, Jonah's made his statement. Why he's mad? I knew all this kind of stuff. I knew this. Would, this would be what would happen back there before I ever run. And then to said to the Lord, verse 4, Doest thou well to be angry? Are you doing?' Are you, are, do, you, do you have a right? I think so, maybe NIVs may say that. Do, do, do you have a right to be angry? Do you think you have a really a legitimate reason that you should be angry, Jonah? Just stop and think. Of. Do you think you should be angry? <clears throat> you know what? You know what? What sticks out to me here? Jonah didn't answer him. He didn't say nothing. Have you ever been angry and just walk off and don't clench your teeth? Mm, I can just kind of feel Jonah doing that. Just mad. And God told God him. God's given him something to think about. Folks, let me tell you. I believe God often touches our heart and gives us things to think about. Okay? Uh, where we are in our life. because See, he can do that. He's God. He knows all of us. He knows what we need. He knows where we are, and he's the one that can speak what I need to be hearing. Me and him, and he speaks it, and then I then it's I have to think about it or deal with it. So he said, Johnny, you, you feel like you feel like you are, you're doing right here that you, you got a legitimate gripe and beef here to be angry." Just walk off. So Jonah goes out. Room, I just. You ready to get started with your first. Pre- All right. <laughs> that's, just, that's just a little extra. I think that was Jonah. I believe that was Jonah. Yeah. I couldn't catch exactly what he was saying, but he did sound like he was still mad. <laughs> oh. So Jonah went out. Jonah went out in the city and sat on the east side of the city and there he made him a little booth and sat under in the, uh, in the shadow till he might see what would become of the city. So I just said, you know, Jonah didn't, didn't answer him. He just went out there and, and sit and stewed. And he pondered. How many of y'all have ever went somewhere and just rehearsed something over and over in your mind, man? Just keep on. Just keep playing it again. Play it again. Play it again. Play it again. Play it again. Get madder. Get matter. Just keep playing that thing. This is awful, man. I, this is terrible. You just play it. Just keep working with it. You know? There he is. I, you know, I, maybe, you know, maybe God will change his mind on the set here. Maybe if he changes his mind, I want to be the one to see it. What's going to happen here? Jonah is bent. He is bent out of shape. He doesn't answer him. He just goes and sits and stews hoping that God might destroy me anyway. I read a commentary that said that, you know, that thought maybe that might be. But uh, he's sitting there and he's angry. And this is where I put this down, that Jonah's anger is really toward God. There's no way to get around it. He's angry because God has not done what he wanted him to do. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's it. Or whatever, and Jonah may in his heart felt like it. there's it needs to be done. These people need to be dealt with. Whatever, but that's God's. That's God's business. <clears throat> I, and I swear, have ever been, ever been angry with God. And then it come to my mind about the things that, you know, how I felt last night. I was looking at those poor people, and what they were going through. But I just wrote this down and think about it. is angry. He's angry with the one who just delivered him from certain destruction and death. He's angry with the one that has brought him salvation. He's angry with the one that has delivered him. He's angry with the one that has shown him mercy. He's angry with the one who was gracious to him and has forgiven him. He's angry with him Let's just stop and think about that, man. Wow. And angry with him, angry with God, because. Now listen, basically, basically, it's because you did for somebody else the very same thing you did for me, and I didn't want you to do it for them. That's what it says. Y'all, am, I, am, I, am I on the right page here? Does that sound like what it is? He has shown mercy to someone like he has shown me mercy. And I don't want him to show them mercy. Boy, howdy! Can you imagine that? I, I don't. Mm. How many? How many wants to be a Christian like that? Folks, this is Jonah. This is a prophet of God. We can make horrible, stupid mistakes. We can't have bad, wrong feelings in our heart that don't need to be there. That if we can just stop and look at them, they're just as bad as what that looks like whenever I make that statement. That he is mad and angry with the one who has delivered him and gave him mercy. And he's mad with him because he had the audacity to show the same mercy to somebody else that he felt like didn't deserve it. I know what I deserved. Jesus already let me know that this world's already condemned. I'm already condemned. That, I, that's what I deserve. Thank God I'm not going to be condemned because of the grace of God. And I don't need to be worried about who else He shows that grace to. I need to be caring about people like He does and that let put it out there. It's for you. You need it. You need him. I don't care what you've done, who you are, I don't care. I don't care that I don't like you. I want to tell you that Jesus loves you. Amen. That's a better way. So that's that's why. I mean, I finally I, I I come to that. You know that he's, and that's that's strong. That's strong. So after Jonah's made that kind of statement and done that and all, and God's I put God's God schools Jonah. <laughs> he's going to take him to school now and just kind of teach him a little something. So let's look in verse six. It says, "And the Lord God prepared a gourd. This gourd that's got some kind of a name here in my in my Bible here, but it's some big old bush that come up and have big had big leaves on it, gave out a real good 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 shade and covered them up really well. It's a little old booth that he had was a little type thing that the Israelites used on the, when they would they would commemorate every year of them being in the wilderness when they'd go and make those booths and stay in them." during the seven weeks. I forget the festival name right off. But uh, that's, it was really much of nothing. And so he had a, a lot better thing here come up with this gourd that would give him the shade. So it come up over, uh, over Jonah that it might sh- uh, be a, a shadow over his head to deliver him from his grief. He's sitting there. It's hot. He's out there and it's, it's hot on that little thing and he's mad and, and all of this kind of stuff. And so then it says, so Jonah was exceedingly glad of the gourd. Well, praise God, we've at least got him glad. <laughs> he's glad now, and what, what, what? You know what? <laughs> what's turned it? What's turned it now? He's he's glad all of a sudden. So mad, but now this gourd has come up and given him a shade, and boy, he's he's glad of that gourd. You know, he's singing, you know, God is good <laughs> because of the gourd. But it says. But God prepared. Did you see that? Who prepared the gourd? God. God. Who prepared the worm? God prepared the worm. <laughs> he prepared the worm when the morning rose the next day and it smoked the gourd that it withered. He prepared the worm to cut it down. Not only that, verse 8 says, And it came to pass when the sun did arise that God pre- prepared. God prepared a, a, a behemoth. Some of y'all says a scorching. It was a scorching, scorching east wind? And the sun beat upon the head of Jonah, and he fainted, and he wished in himself to die, and said, "It is better for me to die than to live." <laughs> I can almost hear the Lord saying, "Now, Jonah, I want you to answer this question for me. <laughs> Doest thou well to be angry?" Again, he's asking. Well, Jonah answers him this time. <laughs> I said, doest thou well to be angry for the gourd? Are you, are you doing, is that good, Jonah? And, he, and Jonah says here, I do well to be angry even unto death. Man, he is mad again. As glad as long as that gourd I'm mad again now. And God, you're the one doing this. You give me the gourd. You prepared the gourd. But God prepared the gourd. He prepared the worm. He prepared the, the, the scorching east wind. It's God. It's God. And you know, God will do that. But his children, he'll do it. Like we just, a couple weeks ago, he will let you hit the bottom of the sea. He, God lets his rebellious children hit the bottom. That's how he handles his children. You hit the bottom. And that's where you, you turn him. He also... He'll work in your life. See, He's the one that can give you the things that that are pleasant. But He's also the one that can take those pleasant things away. And not only that, He's the one that can bring the heat in His whole God. Isn't that wild? But it's God. And God loves Jonah. But God loves those people of Nineveh too. And so, looking at that, just the greatness of God, <clears throat> the, pleasant, the pleasant, the removing of the pleasant, and the unpleasant, they're all given by God. <clears throat> so, when it, when, it, when it all shakes out, and he asks him about this now, so... I mean, quickly, God has just put this gourd here, took it away, brought the wind, all this stuff. He's went through all of those emotions. He's crying. He's mad. He's about ready for death again. God asked him that question. Are you? He thinks, yeah, yeah, I am. And so I stop and I and I look at that. I and here's what he here, basically this is what it is. I like the gourd. That, that's what I wanted. I. I being under the shade of the gourd was good. That was good for me. I like that. It, was, it gave me the shade. And I want, God, I want those, I want, I want that, those kind of things. Yeah. But when it was taken away and all of that, see, that, that, that affected Jonah. And so what, to me, as I look at this, basically God's, God's in control and God does what he wants to. But he's working through, with Jonah through all this to show Jonah just what kind of person he is. And he works with us like that. And basically, I said, he said, you're angry. He said, yeah, you're angry. But God said, you're angry with me. You're angry with me because I'm not catering to your selfish desires. Bingo. Bingo. I wanted you to destroy them people. I ain't going to. And he's mad. I wanted the gourd. I wanted the gourd. You took it away. And you're mad. If you find yourself mad, who's probably the one you need to look at? I'm angry. Jonah. And folks, listen. We don't tell God what to do. We pray and we can ask him anything in this world. I mean we little raising our children, grandchildren. They can come ask us anything. That don't mean they're gonna get it. I'm not gonna let them get them hurt themselves. You know, things like that. But they they certainly don't come tell me what to do. You know, I mean, Luke may want to drive the truck, but he ain't gonna to get to. He ain't gonna tell me what to get here, I got the keys and fix fixing to drive off. <laughs> ain't gonna be. Because I'm, I'm in control. I'm, I've got the authority. God's in control. He has the authority. He's God. And we have to realize that we, bad as I hate to say it, I can be rotten. I can be selfish. I can be sorry. I can be uncaring. I battle hard that about for myself because I'm wrapped up in myself and mine. And God's not like that. And he doesn't like for me to be like that. But he knows I've got a problem and he works on it. And he's working on a man named Jonah. Son, you got a problem. And your problem is you are mad with me because I'm not doing things the way you want them done. And that's it. That's what it's about. You didn't want to go when I asked you to? You wanted to go do what you wanted to do. And, and then, wow, unbelievable what Jonah's been through, and then still be mad with God. So I put down, <laughs> he's angry, think about this. Think of it. He's angry, he's angry for not destroying Nineveh. He's angry with God for not destroying Nineveh, but he's also angry with God because he did destroy the Gourd. God can't win. <laughs> God said, stop and think about it. We're talking about 120,000 people that you care absolutely nothing for. You'd rather see them dead. But you're concerned and you're wrapped up selfish self about a gourd that's giving you a shade. Boy, this stuff, that, I ain't going to preach here anymore. Boy, that's I put myself there because I know myself. I can be like that if I'm not careful. <clears throat> angry for not destroying Nineveh and angry for, for destroying the gourd. But then God has God, God's compassionate anger. You know, God, it says he's slow to anger. So, and guys, there's an anger. There's a righteous anger. There's a godly anger. Uh, probably different maybe than what we think of ourselves as anger, but God can handle it. He knows how to handle it and handle it well. His anger is a compassionate anger. His anger, his, he, his anger is, is with the sin and with, the, with the, the wickedness and things of this nature. But he loves the people. He, he, he loves people. And that's he, his love for the people of Nineveh is the reason that he sent this word that, that he, he would uh, overthrow them. You know, and it, you 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 sense that it, that God is angry with them, with what they have done, and their the brutality and the things, their wickedness that they've done, and it, and in his in his in and I believe in God's heart that it's they I, I could bring destruction here. God has done that through the ages, even to His own people. He used, as a matter of fact, He used these same people to bring it on His people 150 years later. <clears throat> So I just put down that Jonah felt, he felt sorrow for the plant. He said in verse 10, it said, thou hast pity for the gourd, for that which thou hast not labored, neither made it grow, which come up by, uh, uh, in a night and perished in a night. You, you got pity for the gourd, but you don't care nothing about these dying people. See, that's the difference. If you con- when you contrast Jonah's anger and God's anger. and I, This little statement, Jonah... Jonah wanted Ninevites dead God wanted them to repent how many of y'all believe that had they not repented God's judgment would have come yeah repentance repentance God wants people to repent and he's long suffering and he deals with you, bringing you to that point, to that place, to repent. God's Word said, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, the, as some men count slackness, but his long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Guess what we need. A lost man needs to repent. He needs to see it. Peter preached on the day of Pentecost, you know, be bab- repent and be baptized. To be saved. That was what he meant. The repentance. John came preaching repentance. Repent. Turn from your way. Turn to Jesus. Turn to Him. He's provided the way, but you must turn to Him. You must repent, know, and see who you are. And cry out on His name. That's what brings, that's what brings salvation, folk. It doesn't matter the words, what they say. It's in their heart. In the heart that they rep- repent of who they are, what they've done. They see that and they turn to Him for salvation. And he works with us. Thank the Lord. He works with us. But I told you can ease up. <clears throat> I wrote this down. I wrote I down. I think it's... I, I started not to say it, but I, I believe it might be. Okay. The true goal. The true goal of God's anger is the salvation of the sinner. God really wasn't wanting to destroy his people as Jonah probably wanted him to and what's what he... But he, he was bringing them to that point and to that place that they had to make a decision. They had to make a choice. And they made a choice. They made a choice to repent and to cry out and to pray to God. That's all they could do. All they could do, and they believed all they could do was cry out for God's mercy for it not to come. For God's mercy and God's merciful. He's merciful, long-suffering. And they repented. <clears throat> so as I think about the whole, the whole story here, uh, one of the best examples when we, th- when we look at Jonah that one of the best examples that you'll find in the New Testament I believe and how what Jonah portrayed was in the unforgiving forgiven servant Matthew 18 y'all remember where the king forgive the man that owed him like a million dollars and set him free, then that man went out and found somebody that owed him fifteen, and choked him by the neck and threw him in jail. Let's not forget what God's done for us. He can do it. He can do for other folk. He can do for other folk. Even folk that we don't think deserve at all. And then keep <laughs> When I, and I, any, you think of, think of that. And he's, God's taken his time and showed Jonah exactly, Jonah, your deal is selfishness. You're selfish and you want me to do what you want me to do and do the things that you want for your own, for your own self. And you don't care about these people, these other people, but I do. But I do. And he's let, he's let him see that. And then when I, again, when I stop and think, Of how Jonah has run from God. Willingly. Paid the fare. That's where we started. He paid the fare. He paid to run. And then he saw God on the the sea. And that he couldn't run from God. He's there. And then he sees God in the depths of the sea. In the belly of the whale. God was there. And then he knows what it's like to hit the bottom. And see how God will bring him out then he also gets to see the fruit of repentance for one thing when Jonah repented of what he had done God moved and brought him out of the well but he also got to see the fruits of repentance for these Ninevites when they repented God spared their life God spared their life he'd been through all of that and then he acts like this on the heels of it that's amazing, really is amazing But now with that picture of Jonah knowing that we can be just like him think about this. God uses those kind of people. God uses those kind of people. Because I can be those kind of people. I would have thought in my mind I'm thinking like Jonah. God you don't need you ought not even use him. He ought not even be. He ought, his name or he ought not even be in here. you right. God's God. In my mind, I think God ought to use the people that's just prim and proper and look really good, got everything in line. And it's just, that's, God, that's, that's who God needs. The only thing is, it ain't what God does. He uses just old regular, messed up, hurting people got their own struggles and hangups and problems. God's still God and He'll use you. That's a joy right there folks. That's a joy that God will do that. So there's a lot of lessons. A lot of lessons here in Jonah and uh, tonight as, as I close out just to, uh, I think we need to, Tony you want to sing grace again? <clears throat> you may have to sing it. Just stand if you will but just to, to thank God for His grace and His mercy that He poured out on us that's available to other folk for sure grace grace God's grace grace that will pardon and we thank you for your grace and your mercy Lord we thank you for your word thank you Lord that you you love us even in our sinfulness and where we just can have the selfishness boil up within us where we can show that we truly we really we really don't care about folk many times like you do but God we're we're thankful to know that you love us even then you're willing to use us But yet you work in our lives. You work in our lives, each one of us. And you bring and you speak to us each day. And just as you did with with Jonah, you were working in his life. And I thank you for that. And so, Father, we just tonight thank you for your word. Thank you for the spirit of God, Lord, that just settles in this place, Lord, and warms our heart. We thank you. Pray you lead and guide this church. Take care of your people here. And I speak your blessing upon them. And I ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Give God praise. Give God praise. He is so good. He is so good.